Hi, welcome to the Motor Pool. I'm Ron Gorell, and today we're going to take a look at the Higgins boat, designed and built by Andrew Higgins. General Eisenhower is quoted as saying, Andrew Higgins is the man who won the war for us. If he hadn't designed and built the Higgins boat, we never could have landed over an open beach. The whole strategy of the war would have been different. With us today is Tom Chikansky, curator here at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Tom, what do you think inspired General Eisenhower to make that statement? Well, Ron, if we hadn't been able to land over an open beach, we would have had to attack ports. Ports are few and ports are already heavily defended. They'd been attacked for centuries. By attacking only ports, the enemy could have easily concentrated his forces and made it more difficult for us to attack. And many times in the Pacific, there weren't ports at all. And so by having a boat that could land on an open beach, we could attack the enemy anywhere at a point of our choosing rather than theirs. But couldn't you do that with any boat? What makes this boat uh, so unique? I mean, why is this boat special? Well, this boat started out, Higgins developed this. He called it the Eureka. It was a boat designed to be used in the marshes of Louisiana, where there were no ports, where you needed to be able to run your boat up on a bank and be able to get it off again. In fact, as a demonstration of the power of these boats, he used to run the boat up on the seawall at Lake Pontchartrain, really? a concrete stepped seawall. He'd hit it at speed and the boat would run up, be undamaged, and be able to back off again under its own power. This was just unheard of for most boats. They would just break to pieces when you hit something like that. Right, right. The other exciting thing about this boat is the shape of its hull. Because of the shape of the hull, the boat makes turbulent water at the bow, and that helps to lift the bow even in, in uh, shallow water, like the beach. And at the stern, it makes very still water, and this keeps the propeller operating very efficiently and provides full power to pull the boat off the water. Well, that sounds great. Why don't we uh, take it out and see what it'll do? Well, I'd love to. You know, the seawall is still there today, but it's a ways off there, and we'd have to trailer the boat out. So uh. let's take a look inside instead. Okay, great. Sounds good. Okay, we're here in a Higgins boat, and we're going to take a look around and talk about a few things about this particular boat. Tom, how big was the crew on this boat? The crew was normally three people, and they could carry 20 to 30 troops. And for a crew, you had someone to drive the boat. In the Navy, that's a coxswain. Then you had a motor machinist mate. That was person was responsible for the engine. Mm -hmm. And you had another seaman who was responsible just for handling lines and helping out. Mm -hmm. When they were delivering troops to the beach, You'd, of course, have one person who was going to operate the boat, and the other two crew members were often manning the machine guns, which would be mounted in these forward uh, gun tubs. Mm -hmm. Now, driving the boat, of course, you had the wheel. Everybody's familiar with that. But one of the unusual features of this vessel is the throttle. Mm -hmm. Now, not only does the throttle control the speed by twisting the handle, it also controls forward and reverse by pushing it forward or pulling it back. Hmm. Now. By being able to operate this with one hand, it made it much easier to hit that beach at the right speed and then pull off as needed. Tom, could you tell us a little bit about the gauges and uh, what this is here? Well, this is a compass, Ron. As I said, most of the time you don't need a compass. Uh, you can see the beach that you're going to, but in case you did need one, they provided it. Uh, the gauges are simple and not unlike those in your car. There's a tachometer that tells you how many RPM your engine's running. Uh, an oil pressure gauge, an amp meter, whether your charging system's working, and two temperature gauges, one for your water temperature and one for your head temperature. And what kind of, uh, what kind of fuel did this boat require? This boat ran on diesel. 
diesel. There were some early models that had a gasoline engine, but by uh, the second year of the war, Higgins was getting gray marine diesels, 225 horsepower, uh, six-cylinder gray marines, and these were very effective, and the diesel fuel was very safe, and diesel was often also used as the fuel for landing ship tank LSTs, which were often the home for uh, landing craft like this. Thanks, Tom. That was very informative, and thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time at the Motor Pool.